You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Grab my bottle of wine. So glad I'm recording this. Shut up. (laughs) Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, is the funny one, Desi. The funny one. The funny one. You're the funny one. I am the funny one. I'm just glad you know that. Yeah, you know, that's why I introduce you like that. Because <laughs> I'm always right when I introduce you, no matter what I say. So just remember You're that. Always right. Yeah. What happens when you call me an asshole? Mm, you're probably being an asshole. Probably. <laughs> That would be the right word to call me, too, because, mm. you know. Yeah, well, and it's not like, you know, the calendar doesn't say it is, but, you know, the school year does. It's officially summer. The According to our According schools, to our school here, our kids had their last day today. Yay. yay! I'm kind of excited. I don't have to wake the kids up in the morning. <laughs> Do we get in trouble if we, like, sing a song that might be copyrighted still? No. What are you going to sing? No More Teacher's Dirty Looks. Oh, okay. Isn't that Kiss? Yeah. I mean, no. The No More... I mean, yeah, that that is said in the song. It's also in like a, a like kids' nursery rhyme, too. I'm not too. talking about the nursery um, rhyme. I said copyrighted, meaning song. And I did say sing, didn't I? You did. You okay. did. You did. It's like smoking in the boys' room. Yeah. I don't know. I, I used to have that on a 45, on one of those little 45 al- albums. Like a I got a Mickey Mouse 45 when I was a little kid. Hmm. I think I was the one. Either that or my sister did. I had a bunch of Gremlins uh, stories that I got from Hardee's. Weird. On what? 45. They were like in the kids' Too meals. In the kids meals didn't at Hardee's. have that. I can almost guarantee cool. you that would have been worth something right now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I used to love those. I'd listen to them over and over. And they were like my first audio books. <laughs> you know? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, and they were scary stories, I bet. Yeah. Like gremlins. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, I believe you are first tonight. Yeah. I love going first. This is my favorite. Not. I think I should end every single one. I, I already told you this. because Because I, I always... And in a good bang. So, whatever. So, my first story, actually. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but I didn't know this. I ran across this a little while ago, and I saved saved it. Because I do that sometimes with stories. And then I forget I save stories. And then I come across them. I'm like, ooh, this looks fun. I mm-hmm. forgot I had this. Yeah. So, did you know there was a secret apartment in the Eiffel Tower? No, I did not, not like, know. Not like recently built because they had recently built ones. Okay, I know, I had no idea. So apparently, I don't there even was know what's in the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower, you climb stairs. Oh wait, yeah, you okay. Look You're out. saying Eiffel Tower, and my brain went Empire State Building. No, we're talking <laughs> Paris. So Paris, France. So now that you say that, dang, no, I still don't know. I remember seeing a movie where they went into some room, but I don't think it was a secret, secret apartment. So no. It might have been a secret apartment. So, like we all know, well, I didn't even know this either. I learn a lot of stuff, but I'm not big into Disney World. Like, someday I want to go there just Mm -hmm. to go there. But I didn't even know Cinderella's 
castle had a suite in it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, but anyone who's into Disney World knows mm-hmm. this. And anyone who's big into the Eiffel in Tower. In Euro Disney, it's Tower? an actual hotel. Cinderella's Castle? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's the only Disney princess that I actually liked. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. No, the mermaid. Because I look like her Ariel. and I could sing like her. Mm-hmm. I can sing like her. Okay. <laughs> You're such a jerk. I can't. I was always more of the Sebastian, you know, type, not Ariel. But you don't sound like that when you sing. No, I don't. No. So, um, anyways, could you imagine waking up in an apartment at the top of the Eiffel Tower, like, with the view? That would be crazy. Like, in an apartment type thing where there's wooden cabinets, a grand piano. That would be crazy. I can't imagine. Like, living... The Paris life where you're eating your croissant. I, I bet that, you know, it's a, a long elevator ride or ladder climb <laughs> to get to. I was going to say, isn't it stairs? I don't know. I don't no know idea. if there's an elevator. I don't think there would be an Probably elevator not. by the shape of it. And if there is an elevator, I think Willy Wonka in the glass elevator. Yeah. I don't know. What the heck was the Eiffel Tower? Was it an actual, ever an actual, like, radio tower or any, used for anything? Or was it just a monument type thing built? I don't know. So we'll get there. Okay. Um, but Gustave Eiffel, mm-hmm. who was the one who built it, um, and its what secret a coincidence. apartment. It's, it's got the same name. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> uh, and its secret apartment in 1889. And it's originally was supposed to be tore down like six months later because it was just supposed to be like this tour attraction. Okay. Or tourist attraction. Yeah. Um, so he built an apartment in there um, with purpose, though, because he didn't want it to be torn down. Okay. So there was an exhibit for... Uh, meant to broadcast France's industrial power to the rest of Europe. And Eiffel knew the terms of the construction um, project meant the ty- that it was going to be torn down, demolished, and he didn't want that, as I had said. Mm-hmm. Um, but upon the tower's completion, the apartment served as a laboratory for atmospheric measurements. Hmm. Um astronomical observations and physics experiments so that's cool he finally found almost like a science lab uh uh-huh and that's what he built it for he got a hold of scientists and stuff to Mm -hmm. see what he could put in there because he didn't want it torn didn't want it torn down that's like that's pretty smart i mean you put all this time and effort into something and it's like this grand masterpiece Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want it torn down of course not so find it find a reason that we need to keep it Uh uh-huh and the tower, it was able to broadcast wireless singles as signals as far as North America, making it indispensable to the city. And hmm. that otherwise, um, that would have otherwise have been torn down six years. I thought I, I said six months, yeah. but it was six years later. <laughs> so he did what he could. He built this apartment mm. that he actually did stay in, but he, I mean had it so scientists had access to it and it was for the greater good that is cool that so is cool. he was smart enough to realize that if he could find it blows my mind that they were it, able to send wireless signals of anything at that 
day, in that day and age. And I mean, I know they was could. Was it like I, SOS and you know, I'm, I'm sure it was something like that. But it just, just even the thought of it is like, wow, that's kind of crazy. I mean, now we live in a wireless world, but definitely oh, yeah. before that, that was a point where we didn't even live in a wired world yet, really, <laughs> altogether. You know, there's a lot of people still living without power. Oh, for sure. But yeah, he would have parties up there for the the elite and people like Thomas Edison, he would okay. invite up there. So it wasn't like any type of elite. Mm-hmm. It had to be somebody special. Mm-hmm. And from the sounds of reading through this, it was, he was into science. Okay. So, so that's scientific why. Scientific elites. Yep. So um, in 2016, vacation rental company Home Away converted a conference space inside the tower into an apartment. Um, it's not the same, but it's still 188 feet above the ground with two bedrooms, an urban greenhouse, and a panoramic view of a few different features in the town. Hmm. Um, four contestant winners have already stayed in the space, so you can't just go there and rent it. You can't just rent it. Nope, it's not like a hotel or anything like that. You have to kind of win a lottery to get there or something. Or- mm-hmm. But the apartment itself, um, you can't stay there. You can tour it, though. Okay. So... Um, but at some point, I'm sure this other apartment that they have, they'll have more contests down the road. I was kind of looking for them, but I didn't see any other mm-hmm. contest. The only ones I saw were from back in 2016. Okay. So hmm. we'll see. So cool. if you ever go to Paris and you didn't know there was a secret apartment, well, you can go see a secret apartment. That's kind of cool. Or you can go online and kind of look at pictures too. Hmm. So I was playing... Um geoguesser the other day um where you kind of you know get plopped somewhere in the world on google maps and try to figure out where you're at i'm and a lot better at that than you the and i've only the, played it twice the name of <laughs> the name of it like round i was playing was eiffel tower okay and it plopped you in front of a fake eiffel tower somewhere in the world because there's a lot of them <laughs> Like well, yeah, replicas. I did an episode in Texas. Yep, yep. I actually got plopped in Texas. And you were for like, I know where that is because <laughs> she yep. showed me pictures. <laughs> yep. So it was kind of cool. It was really kind of neat. That's funny. Yeah. Fun, fun. Cool, cool. So what do you got for today? My first story. Dun, dun, dun. I decide, I saw a, a headline or a, Maybe it was a tweet somebody had put out or something. I don't know. And it caught my attention. <clears throat> and it was about um, kind of rules and laws for former presidents. So I was really interested. So I kind of dug into it. And I'm like, what? You I, know, could, I could never yes, see I'm you very interested in, in something like that. So, or my brother, you should probably send the link to him too, so I you can bore each other. I mean, anyways, continue. This sounds very interesting. It, I think it actually is interesting. <laughs> there are a lot of benefits, obviously, to being a former president, and a lot of drawbacks to being a former president that I didn't know about, I guess. And so I'm going to go through some of them. Like former president etiquette? That's a no, thing. I know it's a thing, but... A lot of the, a lot of what I'm going to talk about comes from a law passed by Congress in 1958 called the Former Presidents Act. There's actually there is a law. Yes, mm-hmm. there is a law. Okay. Um, first thing this law does is guarantees an income. Well, that I knew. So the, I it, didn't think that was just recent, though. I no, figured it, that's been this is from 58. 1958 is when this started. Wow, I figured that was from like 
Nope. Long time ago. Nope. Long, long time ago. Um, and the 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 guaranteed income, the pension you receive as a former president, is the equal to the salary of an executive one level employee in the federal government. Two hundred and fifty thousand right a year. In two thousand twenty, it was two hundred nineteen thousand two hundred dollars. Why was I thinking two fifty? Is know. that what they get paid while they're president? No, they then? get four hundred thousand while they're president. Right Who the heck gets? It might be okay. con- might be Congress, might be Senate. Somebody might get two fifty. I don't know, but why would they get more than president? Huh? They don't. A, a sitting congressperson gets like two one eighty oh, two hundred. Sitting. Yeah. Okay. This Never is, mind. This is you know former. Okay. Um, another perk, and this comes along, came in the law, is Secret Service protection for the rest of your life. Crazy. You know, so you bodyguards constantly. Uh, a drawback. You are never allowed by law to drive on a public road. What? If you want to drive, you can drive. If you own some a bunch of land and want to drive on your own, that's fine. You are not allowed to drive on a public road. Forget drive. that. I will never be president. I even had my signs up like 10 years ago that I was running when I was 36. I mean, and I still have a long ways to go, but... The reason for this is because driving can be very dangerous and a very easy way to intentionally hurt somebody if you see them driving somewhere and a former president is a target you know would be a target for things you know what's more of a target being driven around by a chauffeur i know i get it but they actually i read i read an interview with george oh that would drive me nuts if i i wasn't allowed to drive i read an interview with george bush and he he was or i watched an interview with george bush jay leno was interviewing him he was driving around on his property jay leno would agree with me he said that he had not driven on a public road in over 25 years and it's just like that's just crazy but yeah no driving as a as a former president uh former president gets daily security briefings still for the rest of their life Ew. To know what's going on in the world, so if they're if they ever are needed for a consultation or a, you know anything like that, they get daily security briefings. So um, y- you probably still have to get up at the butt crack of dawn, sure. and there is no sleeping in. I'm sure. I'd die. Um, part of the Presidential Records Act of 1978, you, at five years after you are out of office, you must release every public word you said every public word you wrote every email uh, as long as it's not classified it's all released this is why every president gets a library because that's where this stuff is stored and it becomes public record five years after they were, were done being president so give it a few years it'd be interesting <laughs> i was laughing we're not gonna go there government health insurance not every president gets this to get the government health insurance, you have to hit the minimum time at a, as a federal employee of five years. So if you only served one term as president, you do not get health coverage for the rest of your life. Okay. But if you serve two terms, you get the health coverage for the rest of your life. Um, no going anywhere alone. You have Secret Service protection everywhere you go for the rest of your life. That would kill me. Yeah. I've been like, can I piss Alone, please. Here's the one that would kill me. You are never allowed to shop for electronic devices. 
you could still shop online, couldn't you? Or research. Not without permission. You can't couldn't make you the purchase. Research you can research you can what research. you wanted. You can't make the purchase so without I, I think you would permission, be, and then it doesn't get sent to you. It gets sent to the Secret Service. Who, I think you would be okay as long as you were able to do the research. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I but suppose. if you're president, you already know you're going to get the best of yeah. the best. So does it really matter at I guess that point? Um, you also do not ever get private mail. Your mail is read before you see it. Everything. Hey, no more junk mail. This is true. This is true. Oops. This is true. Yeah. So, um, trying to see if there's anything Plus else here. Plus, whoever is reading it is not allowed to speak about it. So, I whatever. Yeah. Um. You are given um, $96,000 a year for a staff. Now, that's not much when, as president, you used to having about 400 people work for you. 90000 90, but you need a driver. Yeah. You need, you need so secret service. It's going to cost you money, obviously. And like, and I'm assuming president. secret service is one person. No, actually, former president, secret service detail is not one person. It's a full, it's a full detail. So... You're not paying for it. You're not then. paying for the Secret Service, no. You're but probably paying for the driver, Yeah, the, the $96,000 a year is for a driver and, uh, you know, if you want office staff and assistant, things like that. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, what, this, this article does point out that probably one of the biggest perks of being a former president is the ability to literally earn tens of million dollars a year just in speaking fees for, you know, speaking to people, you know, doing. I could speak to people. Doesn't mean it's going to make sense. Yeah. 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 Just kidding. Um, in speeches alone, the first year after George Bush left office, he made $15 million from speeches. Holy Jesus! <laughs> Bill Clinton raked in more than $75 million between 2001 and 2012 just doing speeches. So, See, this is yeah. where I don't think I could ever be, like, famous. It would kill Why? me. No privacy ever. Yeah, no, that would, that would suck. That would suck. I need my privacy. Yeah, that would kill I me. I love for to sure. talk to people. I love sometimes, sometimes not always being the center of attention. But if I can't go brawl, and one of the things I've always liked to do if I like seriously need a break, mm-hmm. is just go drive, scenic yep. view. Because you know what gives me anxiety? Other people freaking yep. driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, that is uh, that's a little bit about. Uh, that's interesting. Thank God I never president. ran for presidency. I did say, and was it two thousand thirty-six? I was able to run. Shut uh-huh. your mouth. <laughs> Shut up, Alan. That is funny, 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 funny. I I when I was coming out of college, I'm like, I'm gonna run for president because I'm just tired mm. of it all. Yeah. And I made my signs because I wasn't old enough, clearly, to run for president. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, my next story is, this is kind of current. Okay. So, I heard about it, and it was in the middle of it, and I, another story I put off to the side, and I forgot about it, and I went, oh, they finished this recently. Hmm. Okay, a little over a month ago. But I meant to bring it up after it was done to kind of see what happened. Mm -hmm. So could you imagine spending 40 days in a cave? A cave. 
No. No electronics, no, no watch, no nothing no. to tell you the time of day, any no, of thank that. You. Nope. Not unless it's so, a bat cave. Huh? Like Batman? Yeah, not unless it's a bat cave. <laughs> <laughs> so 15 people spent 40 days in a cave without phones, watches, sunlight, an extreme experiment, and yeah. <clears throat> and this was in France somewhere. I okay. wanted to say Paris, but I just did a story on Paris, and that's not true. <laughs> in France, though, because... I don't think this is something we could do in the United States anymore because of the code of ethics. Like the last experiment done was the reason why experiments are no longer Mm. allowed because it caused PTSD for real, like for real. And that was back in the seventies. And then Mm -hmm. it was proclaimed no more. So 15 volunteers, um, They emerged from a cave in southwestern France after 40 days without any of this stuff uh, for a human isolation experiment. Okay. Um, The group of eight men, seven women lived in Lambrives Caves. I may have said that wrong. As part of a 1.4 million project called Deep Time, which you can actually, I think it's deeptime.fr. Okay. Is what it is. I know yeah. if you do deep time cave, it'll pull up mm-hmm. the website. So you can read a little bit more on that. This is a different article, though, that kind of sums it <laughs> I, up I've, a little. My first thought, Mr. Introvert, is when you said this was an isolation experiment with 40 people. That doesn't sound very isolated to me. <laughs> 15 people, 40 days. Okay. Oh, 15 people. Okay. So... It, it is a little bit, and I mean, you didn't have to hang out with these people, but mm-hmm. you just weren't the only one down there by okay. yourself. I mean, that wouldn't be safe, I'm sure, to leave somebody by themselves anyway, <laughs> in a cave. No. So, um, they were set to explore the limits of human adaptability to isolation. Uh, the project led by the Human Adaptation Institution, or Institute. Um, so... With big smiles on their pale faces, they left their voluntary isolation in from the cave with a round of applause and enjoyed the light while wearing special glasses. You know, oh, I'm 40 sure. 40 days. Yeah, 40 days without seeing sun and bright light. Yeah. Well, they had lights down there. Oh, I'm but sure, not, but not sunlight. No. Not, you know. And it was to protect their eyes, of course. Uh, during the time in the cave, the volunteers spent or slept in tents. They made their own electricity with the pedal bike. That kind of made me giggle when hmm. I read it the first time. Uh, with no natural light. And they drew water from a well 140 feet below the ground. Since there was no sunlight, the team had to follow their biological clocks to <laughs> know Ooh. when to sleep, eat, or do daily tasks. I would die. I would be thrown off completely, completely, yeah. because I could sleep for 12 hours even. Well, there are times I can sleep and I'm like seven hours in and I wake up, but there are times I could sleep for 12 hours yeah. easy. So uh, during their time, oh, I already read that. <laughs> so they quickly lost track of time. And mm-hmm. I mean, you could imagine that. Yeah, that makes no sense. No light, no sun up, sun down, no nothing. I was in Alaska myself for uh, almost two weeks. And it was in the summer. And mm-hmm. it was, I lost track of time. But there was still dusk. Yeah. Like, before it got dark. But it never got truly dark. 
But I remember it was one o'clock in the morning and I was like, what is it, like nine? I mean, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't, I could not even imagine doing this without seeing sun at all. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would, I think that'd be one of the hardest parts about this is not seeing. Yeah, no. No. So one volunteer said that he thought he had been underground for 23 days. That's it. Oh my God. So you don't even know how long. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> think of that. I'm just thinking of a regular day and what, but but you don't even going know. Going in, you know, I'm doing 40 days, but you have no idea Everybody's when 40 days is. Are different, so you don't know. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Now that's really crazy in my head. <laughs> um, so the cave was the place chosen to carry out on the study on isolation, and the group had no communication with the outside world, and they could not use telephones or other electronic devices. Uh, one volunteer math teacher. He had run 10-kilometer circles in the cave to keep fit. He also had uh, vascular desires. I probably said that wrong. but um, And it was to get out of the cave is what he had said. Okay. Um, other volunteers felt differently, and this is where I would probably be. Um, two-thirds said they wanted to stay in the cave longer. For once in their lives, they had felt like they could hit pause um, mm. one of the seven women who participated in the experiment, um, for once in our lives, we had time and we were able to stop living and doing our homework. It was great. And that's kind of how I felt with COVID. Like mm-hmm. the world came to a stop. It felt like for a while there, mm-hmm. but it was like, I felt like I was stopping the smell of roses. Yeah. Like that take was, a breath I, in. I definitely and felt that in the beginning. In the know. beginning and towards the end, but it wasn't, I didn't start feeling whatever Mm. it was a few months in but i like to do things too but i did enjoy the time yeah for a little while so i i think if i was in the cave i probably would have been like i get to relax take it take a moment and Mm -hmm. and focus on me for Mm -hmm. a minute um so anyways um Someone else admitted he was happy to be outside and to hear the birds singing again. Um, and then in partnership with laboratories in France and Switzerland, the scientists monitored, monitored the sleep patterns, social interactions, and behavioral reactions of the 15 team members through sensors. One sensor was a small thermometer inside a capsule that each participant swallowed. Hmm. I thought that to be interesting. And, and it, it stayed in it? No. Okay. It measured body temp. I mean, it did for a little while. Okay. It measured the body temperature, transmitted data to a computer until it was expelled naturally. Mm. Um, so the volunteer's brain activity was also collected before and after. So there was a lot of different things that huh. they did. Um, I'm sure they got some interesting data out of that for sure. Yeah. And there was even a picture on this website, few pictures, but um, I thought it was kind of cool because it wasn't just being in a cave. I mean, you also had a little setup, mm-hmm. so it felt like it was living quarters. Almost too. looks like these people are at camp. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, they slept in tents yeah. and stuff like that. And. You know in a cave it's a lot cooler too. Yeah. So you're you're dressing pretty warm. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kinda interesting. Like that is cool. If I, I mean, had a chance to live in a cave, I don't know if I would, 
because it's a cave if they can guarantee warmth because I'm always freezing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Hmm. But I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would that would that's definitely an interesting story. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that was a 2021 story, so Cool. Well, my story, my next story is not from 2021. Uh-oh. History? My next story is from the early 1900s. Ooh, what's it about? Do you know the story of Of the Muffin Man? <laughs> No. <laughs> but he lives on Drury Lane. I know, but that's not who we're talking about. Okay. Do you know the story of Sober Sue? Nope, never heard of okay. Sober Sue. Sober Sue. Silver, sober. 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 Like, as in drinking. I mean, that's the word. That's not what it's used for here, but yes. Okay. <clears throat> um, it is believed that this woman's name was actually Susan Kelly, although nobody knows for sure. It's kind of a story that's been lost to time. And so there's, it's been told over and over, but there's no actual documented, um, uh, (laughs) there's no actual documents of it other than there's a New York Times article that did talk about her, um, but they didn't actually give her real name. So nobody's quite sure if it's this person or not, but. And it has nothing to do with drinking. It has nothing to do with drinking. Mm. Um, she was some, she worked in a theater. Okay. And they would bring her up at intermission during whatever was going on in the theater. Okay. And they would challenge anybody in the audience to make her laugh or make her smile. Okay. And they called her Sober Sue because she never smiled. And there was like a prize, uh, like a monetary prize. You got money if you could make her smile. That word just doesn't match with what, in my mind, I don't see it. Yeah, but... I mean, that's what it was. That's what they called her was Sober Sue. Um, was she giggly when she drank or something? No, um, she definitely wasn't giggly. Um, it wasn't like somber Many Sue. people, Many people came from all over, you know, comedians and actors, and people would come tell jokes and do their acts. And, um, and the owners of the theater uh, kind of got in trouble at the end. Okay. They were, they put Sober Sue up there to attract people to come there so they could get free entertainment that they didn't have to pay for that their audience could see. Sober Sue had a condition which made, she had no nerves in her face, so she couldn't smile. Oh my gosh. I was good. I was thinking more of a mental yeah, it wasn't a mental. disability because there are people oh, out yeah, there, there are. who don't feel certain yeah. emotions because of like a TBI mm. or or they're born. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't a mental thing. It was just a physical condition that she could not smile. Her face muscles would not do it. So nobody was ever so able to win the prize. she's probably laughing but she's like jokes yeah, exactly. on them. Jokes <laughs> on them. They can't tell. They can't tell that I think that's really funny. So yeah. So <sighs> this went on I for a few years. I wish I could years. be like that because you know what that prevents? Wrinkles. Yeah, I, I would. I can guarantee she had no wrinkles. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Oh, I'm so jealous. So yeah, um, not a very long story, but sober Sue. Well, I just want to say I wish I was her. So I had no wrinkles, none. Anyway, so my next story is actually. I went to a crime thing, except nobody got charges pressed against them but i thought this was kind of interesting 
Wisconsin. I like crime. From Wisconsin. Really? Our neighbors here. So, sightseeing attractions. What do you know in Wisconsin that sits there? We've actually seen this. I I have no idea. I know I've seen this. I thought maybe you have too. Well, me and you have never driven past the pink elephant. But there's a pink elephant, but this isn't about the pink elephant. Okay, I don't know about the pink elephant. So also like cheese, because, you know, Wisconsin mm-hmm. and their cheese. Yeah. Um, there's a 12-foot chicken, rooster. Rooster in Osseo, Osseo. Osseo. I don't know how you pronounce it. I can say Eau Claire. Mm-hmm. I can't say Osseo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Osseo, Osseo, whatever, Wisconsin. So this chicken has been there for about 30-ish years or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's bolted into the ground. It's 12 feet tall, 4 feet wide. There's no missing this rooster. It's made of steel. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't imagine it being light. It was stolen. Really? Yep. It was stolen March 31st. It hit the news. So it might have been the 30th, mm-hmm. night of the 30th, I'm assuming. Um and it was stolen from a restaurant that had been shut down. Somebody had bought it. They're in the process of remodeling the re- restaurant, and they're going to open up as pizza. And I'm thinking next time we go visit um, Tristan, we'll mm-hmm. have to stop there mm-hmm. and for sure eat pizza if they're open. Yeah, and get I a like picture pizza. with the rooster. Unless somebody steals it again. <laughs> This is true. I was going to say, how do you know it's not back? But never mind. I totally just gave that away, huh? <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, April 9th, it hit the news that um, it, the rooster was located in Centralville, Minnesota. So, okay. Um, I, I don't know how somebody comes in and takes a rooster and nobody notices this. That's kind of like, crazy. How does this happen? It happened, but how does this happen? So, anyways, the restaurant owner put out a $1,000 reward, and it was announced on the news, and, you know, he wasn't the original owner of it, but it brings people in. Yeah, Like, these sure. things bring people yeah, it's, in. It's an, it, you know, it's something to catch people's eye and makes them go, what is that? Oh, oh yep. look, they have pizza. We might as well get some pizza. And he was even to the point where he's like, you know what? If it's a bunch of teenagers and it's a prank, I'm not going to press charges because you're just kids and you're having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this guy is really lighthearted, but he's like, if you're planning on selling this, that's when I'm going to yeah. press the charges. Like if this wasn't a prank type mm-hmm. thing, if it's a prank, I get it. Yeah. Whatever. Because I mean, it's a 14 foot chicken. Like seriously, how do you drive away with a 14 foot chicken and nobody, nobody even notices, sees it, calls the cops like, I swear I just saw it. I saw it on the news and last night I was driving. I thought I was just tired or something (laughs) when I saw this. But nobody ever reported it. And then the $1,000 reward came out and an anonymous person or somebody who remains, wants to be Mm -hmm. anonymous, reached out by Facebook Messenger and said, hey, (laughs) My friend has this chicken. <laughs> hmm. If you don't want to get caught doing something, 
don't blab to your friends. Yeah, no, that's a lot of people get caught number, that way. Number one mistake is telling anyone mm-hmm. outside of the group who did the crime. I mean, it's 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 a fourteen foot chicken. Somebody's probably going to find out, but <laughs> uh huh. But the guy didn't sell it. Who knows what his intent was? No idea what his intent was. But the police, um, no charges were pressed as long as he returned the chicken. Okay. And put it back mm-hmm. because he didn't want to have to do it himself. And as long as he did that, he wasn't going to press charges. Hmm. So no charges were pressed. So, yeah. And the chicken is back in its home. The chicken's, as far as I know, it didn't say it was. It just ended with. I'm assuming the chicken's back in its home because I didn't see any other, because this was like two stories. Mm -hmm. Started off with one, I got to the second, and there's no third story Mm -hmm. about a chicken. Okay. So we'll have to stop and get pictures with the chicken. Yes, we got to go see the chicken now. Although I want to go to the cheese factory. That's kind of where I want to go. But, you know, I'll deal with a rooster too. Yeah. I keep saying chicken. It's I mean, a rooster. We, we can go see the see the the rooster and get some pizza, and there's cheese on your pizza. <laughs> this know. is true, but I want to go to a cheese factory. Mm, okay, it's like the pickle factory. I want to go there someday too. That would be cool. Uh huh. Uh my final story. Dun dun dun. This um comes from Texas. Texas. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of like whatever at, salsa commercial it was, mm, and they're like, yeah. New York, York City. City. Yep. Um, approximately 40 seniors at Comfort High School, which is about 50 miles northwest of San Antonio, received two week in school suspension for a prank they played as a senior class. Would they streak down the hallway? No. Um, and that probably would have been expulsion. <laughs> I have a bunch of quotes from people in the community that are outraged <laughs> that they got suspended. Okay. Um, what they did was they forked the football field. Plastic forks. I was going to say forks. they forked. They forked the football field. So they covered the football field with plastic plastic forks. Somebody had to pick it up and they were not happy. And then they uh, and then a few of them broke into the school and put up signs saying put a fork in it we're done. That's why they got expelled okay. was breaking into yes. the school. Now it wasn't the football field. Most of the parents would agree that the Children who broke in and they know who they are, it's all on camera, should be the ones getting suspended. But because they were all in on it, it and usually the assailant gets in more trouble than the criminal itself. Yep. They all got the full two week suspension, you know, literally three weeks. Nobody told on anybody. And not only get the two week suspension, but none of them are allowed to participate in any graduation activities. That's. BS so right there. No walking on no walking the stage. There's always no. pranks with seniors. Yes, there are. The the local community was kind of outraged. They're like, this is ridiculous. It, it is a ridiculous. Like a bunch of businesses. Uh, oh, I gotta I gotta find this quote here. Um da, 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 where'd it go? Oh, the 
at first when they got suspended, the kids actually thought, well, they're just pranking us. They don't, they're not really going to suspend us for two weeks. So that was their first thought. But, you know, they really did uh, um, suspend them. Uh, on social media in the local area, uh, hashtags started trending like free the forking seniors. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. That's hilarious. Um, the local stores downtown all put up signs in their window in the store windows that just said class of 2021 we're so forking proud <laughs> <laughs> so like the town kind of got behind this whole prank and we'll you know, have to remember this when our kids are are getting close to graduating like you know it'd be funny yeah just put a bunch of forks bunch in of the forks. Yeah, football sure. field but we're not breaking into the school no 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 we could no. put a sign on the outside of the school saying we're forking done <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so yeah, that's a senior class prank and comfort high school. Um, that and that was most of the senior class participated. It's a small school, so. Well, I think that's pretty awesome, regardless yeah. of the fact that they got suspended because whoever's in charge that's dumb like, doesn't understand that you know kids are going to be kids, yeah, and this and is it, the last time they get to be a kid. And before. doing, I mean, my class didn't do a senior prank, but I know a lot of classes that do. It's 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 a pretty regular thing for people. It to, is. It know, really I my is. Dad telling me about they, you know, they filled the like the the local park has a water fountain and they filled the water fountain with laundry detergents. So there are bubbles all over the park and stuff. That's what they did for it's their like senior a prank. Yeah. Little joke. It's a harmless little joke. And yes, somebody has to clean it up and that like, sucks. And I, you know what? I you should have made them clean it up. the breaking into a building. No, so do I. But, but it was a little too far. Yeah. And like, I understand cleaning it up sucks. Should have made them clean it up. That could yep. be their punishment. Yep. Clean it up. Let them pull the forks out of the football don't, field. Don't take away a moment like walking graduation. across the stage for graduation that they'll miss for the rest of your life. So, you know. Yep. But some people don't have a good sense of humor like me. Yeah. Because you're I'm, the funny one. I am funny. <laughs> you remember that, Alan. I will. I will. I will. Um, if you ever pulled a senior prank, I'd love to hear about it. You can yeah. send us an email at outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can find us on face, Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. For a and second there, I thought you were going to say Spacebook. I'm like, oh, that's a cool website. Like MySpace. <laughs> but definitely find us on uh, Facebook and leave a comment, you know, follow us there and definitely share what we have yes. to share. Yes. You can also find us on Twitter. We're Outlandish Casts on Twitter. It is the oddball. <laughs> We're just odd yeah. regardless, though. Whoever um, has Outlandish Outcasts, I would like that, please. <laughs> what? It wasn't available. That's why we had, or Outlandish Outcast podcast wasn't available. Oh. Oh, well. We're good. Or maybe it's too long. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. No, it was because I grabbed it and didn't realize I was the one that grabbed it. And mm. then it no longer was available and it was a mess and we were trying to get everything going. Yep. Anyways. Anyway. Anyways. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Outlander Showcast Podcast. And like us, follow us, love us, I should say. Yeah. Because it's about the love on Instagram. Yes. And leave us a rating or review in whatever podcast platform you are listening to this show on does he gets a five i'll take a three <laughs> no <laughs> three and a half i'll give you that 
anyway, uh, it was a fun show. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.